The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Meadow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out meadow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Thinking about having an in-house membership plan in your practice, but something, this one thing is kind of stopping you from moving forward. For some reason, we've been getting this question a lot lately, and that's something that we'll be talking about today on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. So welcome. I'm your host for today, Dr. Richard Maddow, co-founder of the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. And I'm excited to talk about membership plans today. We'll talk about that. Tell a really cool story that might get you in the mindset of wanting to do a membership plan in your practice. And then we'll do some mystery shopper calls, all with the same theme. So I'm really excited for today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. If this is your first time, hey, welcome to the Fixers. And why don't you do us a little favor so we can keep the lights on around here. That is, tell your friends about the Dental Practice Fixers. If you're on Facebook or social media, you can post us to your group. You can go on and give us a five-star rating. Whatever you can do, um, we'd really, really appreciate it. And we so appreciate your listenership. We have listeners from all around the world to the Fixers. I often wonder how we go over in... uh, areas other than North America, which is obviously most of our listener base. So if you're listening to us from somewhere other than North America, hey, great to have you here. Um, Before we get going on today's topic, I just want to remind you that if you are not using Fat Merchant for your credit card processing, you are absolutely throwing money out the window. Why would you ever pay your credit card processor a percentage of all your charges to do that for you when you can get Fat Merchant to do it for just a low, flat monthly fee. It's the no-brainers, no-brainer. We use them at the Matto Center. Use them at your dental practice and you will save hundreds or maybe thousands every single month when they do your credit card processing. So please check it out. Just go to matto.com slash save. Yeah, we've got a special page just for you. Matto.com slash save. Check it out. It's seamless, takes a few minutes of your time, and you can start saving money just about instantly. And then it's on cruise control, autopilot, whatever you want to call it. Every single month, you'll be saving like crazy. Okay. Hey, let's get down to our topic for today. I wanted to talk a little bit about dental membership plans because we seem to be getting one question about membership plans quite a bit. And um, if you're not familiar with what a dental membership plan is, I'll just review it real quickly, kind of an overview A dental membership plan is something you can institute in your practice for your patients who do not have dental insurance. And you can't call it insurance. It's not insurance, but they kind of join a little club and they pay you a yearly fee. Some practices break it down into a really low monthly fee. And then they're part of your plan and part of their membership. Typically, you know, they're different in every practice, but typically you get the patient gets all their preventive services at no charge exams radiographs, profies, all those things are included in the plan. Then there's some different ways to work it with your perio patients, and that's up to you. And then again, typically, your patients will get a nice discount on their non-preventive services, crowns, restorative, whatever it is, um, 10, 15, 20%. So 
a lot of cool things about dental membership plans, but one of the best things it's you know your patients that don't have insurance or maybe they're um, with some insurance plan and you're not in network, so to you these are considered non-insured patients. They come to your practice on a more regular basis. They take your treatment recommendations more seriously. They tend not to cancel or no-show. They refer. They tell their non-insured friends about it. And then you can also use this as a marketing tool to get non-insured patients in your community to come to your practice. And then if that's not enough, you get recurring revenue because every year or every month you put the charge through on their charge card. And it can be, you know, $199 a year, $297. We've seen three, four, five hundred. Again, this is something that differs for every practice and you have to determine on an individual basis. But you get recurring revenue from these patients. So, yes, dental membership plans are great. We love them. It seems like recently we've been getting the same version of this question, and that is something like, I've been thinking of instituting a dental membership plan in my practice, but I'm worried that we have some patients who are really good cash-paying patients, and if they switch to the dental membership plan, we actually might incur a net loss on these patients because they'll get all the preventive at no charge, and they'll get their restorative and other services at a discount, so I could lose money on these people. Oh, you gavalt, what should I do? Well, it's a great question. And sure, if you institute a dental membership plan, it is possible that you will have some patients that give you a net negative return because they're already coming in. They're coming in for all their visits. They're paying for their preventive and cash. They're getting their restorative needs taken care of and paying without complaining. That's a rarity these days, right? Without complaining. So is it possible that on some of these patients you will have a net negative? It's possible. It's possible. But let me tell you a story. And I actually told this in our Matto Center e-letter last week. And if you don't get our e-letter, please make sure you do. So we send out informative um, e-newsletters, maybe two, three, sometimes four times a week. A lot of times they'll have great practice building tips, um, little kind of team motivational things. We'll answer your questions. Of course, if we're having a webinar or a seminar or want to talk about a product announcement, we'll do that in the e-letter. So you really should be on our list if you're not. Go to matto.com, scroll all the way down to the bottom, and there'll be a little thing you can click to sign up for our e-letter. Again, comes out two, three, four, maybe sometimes five times a week if we've got a webinar to announce or whatever. But I think you'll find them very useful and very entertaining. So last week, I was um, addressing this question. I told a little story, and the story talks about the great comedian Bob Newhart. Now, many of you have seen Bob Newhart. He's mostly known for his TV shows. Um, in the 70s, if you were around in the 70s, you probably watched his great show called The Bob Newhart Show, of all things. And he played a psychologist, Dr. Bob Hartley. And it was just a hilarious show. His humor is very deadpan, a real straight-faced. He just looks like a nerd, but super, super funny. Um, interestingly, on that show, there was an orthodontist, Jerry, who kind of, I was in the same office. They like shared this, um, I don't know what it was, like a, a reception desk in their office building. And Jerry was cool. He was always wearing those hip 70s clothes with the long sideburns and the fro. Um, and he was just the cool hip guy in the show, which is so funny that the orthodontist was the cool hip guy. Hey, orthodontists can be cool hip guys and gals, right? So that was a great show. In the 80s, he was on the star of a show called Newhart, in which he owned a bed and breakfast in Vermont. Um, Newhart, along with being a great show, is known for having one of the best 
series endings, series finales in history. So you might want to read about that. And then if you're a millennial, you might know Bob Newhart as uh, Professor Proton in The Big Bang Theory. I think he was just a special guest for one year, but I, I believe won some Emmy Awards for that. So yeah, Bob Newhart, great TV comic actor. What you may not know is before he was a famous TV comic actor, he was a stand-up comedian. In the late 50s, he was a kind of mid-level comedian. He would be playing nightclubs and such. And he had the idea. He was really known for these one-ended telephone conversation routines where he would play like he was a person on one end of the phone conversation. And you didn't get to hear what was going on on the other end. So you kind of had to imagine it. Um, it was hilarious. So anyway, he was kind of a mid-level comedian. And he had the idea that he was going to make recordings of some of his shows and put those out on a record album. Maybe he could get more fans that way. Maybe he could earn some income that way. But most people, I believe, including some people in his management, said, Bob, that's a horrible idea because if anybody can go to the record store and buy the record of your stand-up routines and play it over and over again for, I don't know, $2.99, I think a record album was in the early 60s, um, no one's going to want to come see you live. And that's where the big money is when they put down the money to buy a ticket to come see you perform live. So you really could wind up cannibalizing your career if you do this. Well, Bob didn't listen. He put out a record of some of his best material. It was called The Button Down Mind of Bob Newhart. And sure enough, it became a huge seller. I believe it was number one on the Billboard charts for a while. It was award-winning. So was the follow-up, The Return of the Button Down Mind of Bob Newhart. So he made money off these records. But now, the thing they were worried about, it would cannibalize his live performances. Did that happen? Absolutely not. It, it actually made him more famous, and he went from playing nightclubs to playing uh, theaters and bigger venues, So he and then he became so famous that he got his own TV show. So again, maybe you could say the small picture or the small-minded thinking will be, Bob, don't put out your comedy record because then people won't come see you. But he felt big and think, well, maybe I'll lose a few ticket sales, but I'll get much more famous and then in turn much wealthier if I do this. Well, I feel it's the same thing about the dental membership plans. Um, sure, is it possible, possible that you will have a net loss on an existing patient or two? Sure, it's possible. But as we've seen in practices that we work with and every dentist I've ever talked to, actually, that has a membership plan, um, the net return will be hugely positive. Sure, you might lose a little bit of income on some patients, but think of all the great things it does for your practice. Referrals, patient loyalty, increased treatment acceptance, all those fantastic things. I mean, there are patients who lose their insurance or don't have insurance, and they're looking for a practice to work with, and they you know, find you. Who knows what they're doing? Google searches, word of mouth. They hear about your membership plan, and they are psyched, and they've never heard anything like it before. So I would highly encourage you, if you haven't done it yet, to look into a dental membership plan. Now, just like anything else, of course, you have to work it. You can't just get a membership plan and think that everything's going to happen. It, you know, you've got to um, do the correct internal marketing, do e-letter, emails, and, and actual written letters to your patients, explaining the plan to them. Have, you know, when you, an uninsured patient comes in, you're going to have to talk to them about it for a few minutes. But And a new patient calls on the phone and says, I don't have insurance. Can you help me? Absolutely. There's a, all these opportunities happen. Um, you can even find places of employment near your office that don't offer dental insurance and talk to them about having their employees come to your dental practice to take advantage of this membership plan. So yeah, they are great. 
We have some practices that have two, three, four hundred patients in their membership plan. So just, just fantastic. I mean, even if you have a handful, 25, 30, 50, and those patients love it, it will absolutely be worth it. So please don't let that, what I would call maybe small picture thinking, stop you from instituting a membership plan in your practice. Do it and don't look back. Um, there are great tons of great companies that can help you institute your membership plan. Um, the downside, of course, is that you have to enter into a contract with them and you pay them a monthly or yearly fee to administer the plan and help you get it set up. And if you want to do that, cool, go for it. There are some great companies doing that. Um, we have something called Membership Plan in a Box, where everything you need to institute your membership plan is included. Um, you know, all the instructional materials, we've got marketing, emails, and letters in there for you. Um, we even include practice brochures, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, we do that, and there's no monthly fee or yearly fee. You just purchase the membership in a box, and then you don't have to pay a monthly fee to some company that you don't need to be paying because you can do this yourself. I promise you can. So check that out on our website. Just go to matter.com. Look for um, products, membership plan in a box. You'll find it. If you can't find us, hit us up with an email at info at matter.com, and we'll guide you there. Even if you don't wind up purchasing this from us, Please look it over. You can see what the different uh, materials look like and what we include. So when you're doing your research and gaining your knowledge about membership plans, this will be of help. So again, think big. Membership plans absolutely will help your practice. They are great things. So with that in mind, of course, when it came to doing the mystery shopper calls, I wanted to really do a no-brainer, a simple call for practices. So I Googled, I went on Google and I put in the name of a city and I said, dentist membership plans. And sure enough, a bunch of listings came up of these practices that have membership plans. Now, I was really hopeful that this round of mystery shopper calls would be great successes because I'm thinking, okay, this practice instituted a membership plan. So surely the whole team knows about it. Surely the whole team knows how to sell it in quotes, you know, how to get patients excited about the membership plan. It's possible, I don't understand SEO and pay-per-click that much, but it's possible that these practices even have membership plan as one of their keywords, and that's why they came up on my search. So, geez, they've got it on their website. They've got it as one of their keywords. They must be great at getting patients in interested in membership plans. So I was pretty sure that I was going to get at least one or two practices out of these three mystery shopper calls that got me excited about the membership plan, and then asked me to make an appointment so I could come in and utilize this great plan. What do you think could have possibly happened? Okay, I did three calls, boom, 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 three in a row. Let's find out what happened on today's mystery shopper calls. Go over here to Command Central and turn it on, and we'll pull up our first call and see how it went. This is Christian, I may help you. Hey, got a question for you. Um, I know I need a decent amount of dental work, and my previous office um, wasn't really able to work with me since I lost my dental insurance. Do you have any options for people that have no dental insurance? Yeah, good question. So we do have um, office plans, and they vary depending. So uh, what happens is there's some office plans. The most general one is just an adult basic plan, and that just includes, like, the diagnostic and preventative services, your cleanings and your exams. And then on top of that, there's a 20% discount off and everything else that you have done in the office. Got it. And that's like, a, when you say office plan, what does that mean? It's a plan that's only offered through our office. 
And so basically, like, whatever for the cleanings and everything, you'll get that. Uh, it'll be covered for um, the cleanings, two cleanings per year, and then two exams. And so it just means that it's only offered through offices, not directly through an insurance company like Delta Dental or Aetna. Oh, uh, like got that. it. So I can only so I can only use that in your office. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Understand. Good. Well, hey, thanks so much for that information. Yeah, no problem. If you ever um, want to schedule an appointment, feel free to give us a call at the same number that you just called. I will. Thank you so much. All right. No problem. Take care. Bye. All right. That's our first call. Let's talk about it for a second. The guy was certainly nice. He was pleasant, welcoming. I really liked something that he did right off the bat, and that is when I asked something, he said, good question. I think it's really, I mean, it might sound trite to some people. I love it. That's a good question. That's a great question. You know, I verify that that person did ask a question that was meaningful and significant. I like that a lot. That's a good question. His explanation of the plan, I did not care for. I think he kind of rushed through. It didn't, and he called it an office plan, which to me meant nothing. I think it should say something like our in-office membership plan. That means something. I'm going to be a member. Or maybe use the word club. I know some practices call them something like our smile club. That's good. You know, you can become a member of our smile club. Now I feel like I, I understand I'm going to become a member of this club. And if, as you know, if you're a member of a club, there are benefits involved. So I think that's better than just saying office plan. Um, he kind of mumbled a little bit, didn't really give a good explanation and, and extolled the benefits of it. And then, of course, at the end, when, where the rubber meets the road, as they say, he said, if you, if you want to make an appointment, just call us at the same number. Why didn't he just say then and there, let's get you on the schedule? I don't know. I mean, what an opportunity. I'm looking for a new office. Okay. 041. Let's try it again. Same question. Sure. Thank you. The beginning of this call got a little bit cut off. I don't know if you could hear that, but um, she mumbled the name of the office then immediately. Please hold. Ugh, what's the worst way to start a call? How often do I have to say this? Don't do that. And then listen to this music. This just horrible computer, I don't know if you call it computer generated, it's fake music. I don't know, you shouldn't put someone on a hold to begin with, especially a brand new patient. She didn't even give me time to know I was a brand new potential patient, just immediately, dental office, please hold. And then, ugh, this music's horrendous. If you have to put somebody on hold, which you shouldn't, at least have a nice on hold message telling about how great your practice is. I mean, this is better than nothing, because when there's nothing, you think you got hung up on? But I am not enjoying this music. I'll let you not enjoy it for a couple seconds just so you can see what it's like to be put on hold immediately and have to listen to bad music. Thank you so much for holding. This is Amara. How may I help you? I have a question for you. I know I need um, a bunch of dental work, a pretty decent amount. And um, I wanted to know if you had any financing options for people who don't have insurance because my old dentist i wasn't really happy with that and i don't have insurance anymore sure so with our office we do offer um 10 off if if you'd be a new patient you come in and we recommend treatment if you paid for everything in full the day that we recommended it you don't have to start it that day um and then we also take care credit which is a credit card specifically for medical dental vision, things like that. And it does offer six or 12 months interest free. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I saw on your website, you've got um, some kind of plan membership plan. What is that all about? Yes. So we do have an in-office um, insurance 
plan kind of uh, specifically for our location. There's two offers here. Um, there's one that if you're just the regular cleanings, which is you come twice a year, it's $300 and then 20% all um, recommended treatment. And the, what comes with that is two exams, two cleanings, a set of x-rays, as well as a panoramic x-ray. Um, and it'll be 300 a year. Now say that you um, come in more frequently, you're considered a periodontal maintenance um, cleaning and you come in like three to four times, that includes three exams, three periodontal cleanings and x-rays for $700 plus 20% oh, wow. off any recommended treatment. That's a lot. What's a periodontal cleaning? It'd be a cleaning if you have periodontal disease. So it's your previous dentist, were you going every six months or were you coming in every three to four? Every six, just regular checkups. If you've never had any scaling or root planing in the past, then you might be just a regular cleaning, but we would, in our initial appointment, we would evaluate everything and determine that. Got it. Okay, that's a lot of good options. Thank you so much for that information. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Oh, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. You will never hear from me again because you didn't ask for the appointment. So let's, let's take this call right from the top. Um, I didn't mention membership plans, so I told her that I don't have insurance. I'm leaving my dentist. I need a ton of work. Um, can she help me with any financing options? So she mentioned 10% discount uh, for paying up front. That's okay, good. She mentioned care credit. That's excellent. She didn't really give a great explanation of care credit, but at least she mentioned that this was an option, like a healthcare credit card. So that's good. And then she left it at that. Now, this practice has gone to the trouble of instituting a membership plan, but she never, ever brought it up knowing that I was mystery shopping her on the membership plan edition of the podcast. Of course, I brought it up. I said, I see this membership plan on your website. What is that all about? So I never should have had to do that to begin with. But since I did, did you notice she said something you are not legally allowed to say? She said it's insurance. It's not insurance. You are not legally allowed to call your membership plan insurance. Okay, maybe it was just kind of a slip of the tongue. Maybe she was just using lingo so I would understand. But please, I am really, really telling you, asking you, teaching you, do not call your membership plan insurance. If you want to get in trouble with the insurance commission, go right ahead. But it's not insurance and you're not allowed to call it that. Then she gave a very convoluted explanation. Um, I was totally confused or if I was a potential new patient at 700 bucks for a perio patient. Wow. Way too much detail. I didn't understand what she was talking about. I think the best strategy would have been, why don't you come on in and we can explain your different options to you, whatever it is. Um, But then again, at the very end of the call, she'd made no attempt whatsoever to get me in. So I'm going to have to say this call did not go well. Both both people have been really nice so far, but um, this one, wow, confusing. Use the term you should never use. I had to twist her arm to get her to talk about the membership plan and then not even an attempt to get me in. Okay, maybe it'll improve with the third call. Let's do our third and last call. Hey, speaking, how may I help you? I have a question for you. I um, was going to another dentist and I, I know I need some dental treatment, some dental work, and I don't uh-huh. have insurance anymore and they weren't really that willing to work with me. What, what options do you have for people that don't have insurance? Oh, okay. So we do offer a um, membership plan that's in-house. So it's like a monthly plan that you are on. Um, It covers your cleaning, the appropriate cleaning that you need. And then if you need any dental treatment, like you said you do, you would get 10% off of that. 
Oh, wow. Do I have to pay for that? It, um, yes. So it is. Uh, so when you come in for your initial visit, um, did you have recent x-rays taken at all? Um, probably within the last two years. Okay. Um, so, yeah. We'll have we'll probably take new X-rays, um, and then we'll have the doctor do like a comprehensive exam. And at that appointment, um, the doctor will figure out um, what type of cleaning you need, what treatment needs to be done, and then once we know what type of cleaning you need and uh, how frequently you need to come in, then we'll know the exact price of how much um, the membership plan will be for each month. So it's like a monthly payment that you're paying. And then once you're on that plan, then you get that 10% off any dental treatment that's needed. And then we also, if you're, if you're thinking about that one, um, there's also another thing that we offer, which is care credit. I don't know if you've heard of that before. Uh, sounds vaguely familiar. What is that? Okay, so the Care Credit, um, you will go onto. It's through an, a different company. Um, you go through Care Credit. You'll go onto their website. You put in your information, um, and they actually approve you for a certain amount that you ask for, um, and then you just pay them back. Um, but it does go based off of your credit as well. So it's like a credit card, kind of. It's basically like a credit card, but mm -hmm. it's more for like any. Um, procedures that you need done, medical procedures or dental procedures. Got it. And can I do both? Can I do that that insurance plan and care credit? Um, you know what? Let me check on that. Can I put you on hold for one second? Sure. Okay. Thank you. That was kind of a trick question. Let's see what she comes back with. Ugh, more horrible on hold music. Welcome to Dentist. You'll hardly recognize us with all of the COVID-19 health protocols and PPE in place. Hello, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you can do both at the same time. Great. Really? Okay. That's a lot to think about. Thank you so much for all of that. All right. You're welcome. And okay. you just give us a call if you want to schedule, okay? Yeah, you got it. Thank you. All right. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. I don't get it. Why, instead of saying, just give us a call if you want to schedule, didn't she say, let's get you on the schedule? All three of them made that mistake. I mean, they. why would you ever say, give us a call if you want to schedule? Unless the person has made it clear they are not ready, which I certainly did not. Instead of saying that, she just could have simply said, let's get you on the schedule. Can you come in tomorrow at three? If that's not convenient, how's Thursday at one? Whatever it is. Jeez, jeez, jeez. Now, just to clarify... Um, she did say that I could use care credit and the membership plan simultaneously. Now, um, I am pretty sure, so you might want to check this, that it's okay to use care credit to pay for your treatment under the membership plan, but not your annual fee. So she may have wanted to make that a little more clear. Um, but in any case, she called it a membership plan. She gave a pretty decent explanation why didn't she try to get me on the schedule at the end? I don't get it. So couple bottom lines here. Membership plans can be great. They can be so positive for your practice, but you need to get people on the schedule or you're never going to utilize them. So please do so. I hope these calls were informative for you. Um, you know, we always learn lessons in these calls, how to talk to patients, the best ways to discuss things. But the main thing we learn every single week is you got to ask for the appointment. If you don't ask, you don't get. Anyway, that is the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. For this time around, I'm Dr. Richard Maddo, co-founder of the Maddo Center for Dental Practice Success. It was great to spend some time with you, and I'll talk to you and see you and hear you and listen to you, whatever it is.
We'll get together soon. Thanks so much. Oh, by the way, if you have any questions, please, info at matto.com is our email address, I-N-F-O at matto.com. If you want to hit me personally, rich, R-I-C-H, at matto.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. Thanks. Thanks.